Yes, without further ado, we are here for another installment. This is the Bill for Cuban Links podcast with your with your humble and gracious host, Yaya, and I'm here with my nearest and dearest friend, Freezy, and we're back again and again and again and again and again. Yes, but before we go any further, I do want to address something. Some special people. Bill for Cuban Links nearest and dearest are in attendance. Day ones are in the building. Yes, they are. Members affiliated with PBF are here in attendance. We do have an audience yet again. Some are missing, but they are here in spirit. You feel me? Batch though here. Y'all want to say what's up? Say louder. You on? You on? You on file? You feel me? He's so shy. He's so shy. Amari in the back. What's up, Amari? How you doing? (laughs) Yes. The tag man himself. We are here. We have a live audience. We have we have had live audience before, but this is very special because our friends are here watching us work. Yes, sir. I'm going to get to work, too. You feel me? Friends are here, ready to work. You feel me? Ready to work. <laughs> had to set it off. Had before to set it off. Started. Had to set it off. Before we get started, we Sir, yes, sir. How you been doing over the last pod? Chilling, bro. Chilling here, editing like fuck. You feel me? Niggas is editing hard. Niggas is marketing the pod. We is trying to strive for better things. Pushing entrepreneurship. I'm here chilling, bro. Summer been going good. Summer's done officially. The beach season is coming to an end. The, the planting season is coming to an end. This. The weather is getting colder. You have to go outside with a hoodie on. You can't just go outside in the morning times with just a, a sweater. Yeah, with just a, a shirt, you feel me? It's about to be hoodie season. That's for damn sure. That's a fact. But how have you been doing, Freezy? Mm, I've been relaxing. It's been a minute since, since we potted, pod. bro. Well, it's, been a, it's been a nice minute. We've been able to digest a lot of topics and music, I feel like, though. So that's yep. always a good thing. You know me, though? I always want to get right to it. And I feel like sure. this pod... Is marking the beginning of the third quarter of the year, which okay. also marks the beginning of the third quarter of the music industry. Okay. And I think we should talk about some of the big heavy hitters nah, that bro, are either rumored to come wait, or hold on up. the way. What have you been doing for the for the summer? The summer's I, almost I, done. I what, the, what have you been I've doing? I've been at the beach, you know, I go on my vacation. Man, trying to go straight time, in for the crowd, you know, nigga. We just we're right taking now. a slow approach. Sign. I've been in the sign a little bit. Yeah, I always wanna wanna relax and shit, but you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to get in it. Pause. You said you was you went on vacation. Yeah, I went to the beach. Went to the shore. I gotta take it. To, I gotta take everybody here to the beaches by us. Y'all niggas could play it at the courts and shit. It's nice over there. Feel me? Maybe next year. Yeah, I don't even play though. He just watch. Yeah, I can't. Cause he can't hoop. Yeah, so, I right, nigga. He can't hoop. He can't yeah, hoop. I right, nigga. But so you saying the beach? The beach has been going on. The school, the college school. I, start, I started. I started school already. Feel me? I'm sure everybody else has already. Who's in school? Good luck with the semester, but I will not be attending. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I'm taking I'm taking a road less traveled. <laughs> yeah, I took a couple credits and was like, yeah, fuck this. I made it to the dean's list and, and chose not to go back. It's okay. Mm. Mm. Talk that tough, man. It's okay, you feel me? It's not for everybody, you feel me? But niggas is pushing entrepreneurship, you feel me? And we here. We trying something, you feel me? Mm-hmm. We trying something, and it is what it is. 
Yes, sir. With that well, being shout said. Out to, shout out to the college students out there. You feel me? Because this nigga Freezy's college, a college student still, too. Hey, I remember last year. If you're in your last year, congratulations. Class of 2024, baby. Let's go. Mm. Anyways, I just want to start things off. As of this moment in time, the Billboard Hot 100 has three songs at the top that are in the same genre. It's not been unusual for the last couple of years to see hip-hop songs at the top of the charts. But right now, we are dealing with a big country music wave. Your boy Morgan Wallen? Morgan Wallen is not number one. <laughs> okay. Luke Combs, who is also a big name, is not number one. I, ne- I never heard of him before. Um, yeah, but he's, he's a big name in country. There's a song called Richmond North of Richmond that is number one on the charts. It's been heavily panned as like a pro-Republican song, so it's been very politicized. But I think it's kind of a more working class type of song. has some questionable lyrics. But I think it's just worth noting because over the last couple of years, we've had nothing but hip-hop at the top of the charts. And with the slow year in rap and hip-hop in general, we have not had great music. I feel like with an album that we spoke about on the last pod that has come out, and we've had some time to digest it, a lot of time to digest it. Okay. Utopia. Yeah. You see... We did cover it first. I, I feel like the album... Before it like came it, out. It actually. came, and I feel like it went already. Within a month, the sales are still strong. He's selling over 100000 every week. The ticket sales is strong, too. I'm not going to lie. His, his tour, I think, is niggas selling is out complaining like on Reddit. On Reddit, niggas is complaining, bro. His tour is getting sold out very fast. Niggas is like, yo, this, this, these seats is too high. Nigga, I've spent my life savings on this shit. Fuck it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And I think it's, it stands to show a point. I mean, Travis Scott is probably one of the biggest artists in hip-hop, and at least commercially. To We're at the point where even people are getting tired of his music. Maybe it's just this album. Maybe it's not necessarily in general. But at least this album has not resonated with, I think the amount of people that Astroworld resonated with. Mm. He's had decent sales numbers. Uh, off the top of my head, I know he did around, I think he did just about 400,000 first week, but he barely, he barely got into that. Mm. He had to do a lot of finagling with uh, vinyl sales and things like that to get that number over 400,000. Mm. And then the second week, he took a step back down all the way to 147 first week. He then does a little trick you know, we already spoke about, I already spoke about before, Taylor Swift drops her, her album Midnights, and yeah. she sells five different vinyls at Target, and she gets every, you know, to be perfectly honest, every white girl that's her fan to go to Target and buy up all these vinyls. It's yeah. great for numbers, because she's been selling, I think she sold the most albums this year, and over the past two years, I think she sold the most albums at any artist, period. But Travis Scott adopted this approach, and he still wasn't able to reach numbers of a similar similar level you know taylor did this and she was able to sell over a million first week Mm. travis is doing these marketing plays with these vinyls to just barely get over a hundred thousand every week after that first week and he even did a five dollar discount sale for his vinyls to encourage people to buy them which is kind of i don't know i feel like it's it smells a little desperate when you have to resort to something like that when you're such a big artist but aren't don't all these niggas do that Come on, let's be honest. I All them niggas is, is figuring out how to finesse the, finesse he the, can the strings do it. now. He can do it because he's such a big artist that his label will give him the full support. But, you know, Trippy Red's not able to do something like that. Like what? Drake, Trippy Red is not going to be able to, to boost his album sales by selling a shit ton of vinyls just because his fan base isn't that, you sure? isn't that large. That, that, I mean... Trippy Red is more... I think Trippy Red sold 30,000 first week, but he's more reliant on fans coming back to his album and streaming these songs week after week. I think he sounded like a $30 okay. million dollar deal based on the fact that he doesn't have great first weeks, 
but some of his songs live on for a while and, and eventually go on to go platinum. He has a lot of platinum plaques at this point. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I think it, it says something because I feel like we hold Travis in such a high regard as an artist, but you know, his selling power might not be what it used to be and it could be because he took such a long time in between projects and then this one didn't reach the the critical acclaim that the other one did. I so, think the so hype how, was how the same. He, how much did he sell first week? He sold 400,000, which I believe was less. I think Astroworld sold like 500, 600. Yeah, the impact on Astroworld. It was, it was different. It was just different numbers. It's hard to match something like that. That was a whole wave, to say the least. <laughs> you know what I mean? And to talk more about that album, I think he had some standout features. I think my favorite song off the album, as we discussed earlier in the day, man, yeah, yeah, was Lost Forever. Yeah, and I fuck with God's Country, With too. West Side Gun. He really liked God's Country, which is a Kanye beat. Did a lot of Kanye influence on this yeah, album. Yeah, but you could hear it, bro. You could hear that Ye, he 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 took inspiration from Ye. I think Let's even more honest. specifically, Yeezus. And I think that's clear to everybody who heard the album. It's very, very Yeezus-based. Kanye is the one who kind of gifted him that sound. God's Country was a Kanye song before it was a Travis song. And I don't know, you know, it kind of... I don't think it, it was built to last that long. I think he was trying a bunch of different things. It's a very experimental album. But uh, I don't think it was the right choice for him. And I think he drops another album. I think he sh- probably should drop another album within a year or two. Because I don't think this one lasts as long. He might want to. He's going to tour this as quickly as possible right now while the hype is still somewhat there. But it's, it's not going to have the staying power that he wants. Similar to what I said about Uzi. And we already know Uzi is dropping Barter 16 pretty soon to make up for what the pink tape you did call came that. and went. You did call that. So I'm making you a similar prediction that. with Travis, I think. It's, not, it's not enough to, to last him another five years like he did with Astroworld. It's just, you know, to be completely honest. It was that long since Astroworld, Astroworld and Utopia? was 2018. Utopia is 2023. Five-year gap to wait for Utopia isn't, you know, it, it didn't, it wasn't worth the wait, pretty much. Yo, on some real shit, when, when you say the, the standout with West Side Gun, what song was that? It was Lost Forever. Lost Forever, right? That one, you... <laughs> West Side Gun was gonna fucking body him, body him on that first half of that beat. Let's be mm-hmm, honest. Mm-hmm. That was I feel like I was telling you before the pod. I feel like that was a executive maneuver to yo. Let me put a beat switch so this nigga doesn't body me on on my beat. You feel me on my yeah. niggas? Niggas was gonna niggas was gonna say and, and you some crazy shit is that you played the fucking the full track with West Side Gun without yeah. the beat switch for Lost Forever and. That nigga murdered that beat with 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 the I'm sure other verse. Honestly, I'm sure that was intended for something else. Westside Guns Camp probably leaked that record. I don't think Travis would want that to see the light of day, because it it again, I think verifies the point that you're making that he knew he was gonna get bodied on that song by Westside Gun. Yeah, that was executive. He wanted to maybe make a switch to not make not make it as apparent. Yeah, I think that adds on to another another point though. Beat switch was cool though. I think the features really carried his album to to what it was. Even besides that, you know. If you think the album yeah, was great, I think you think the album was great because of the features. West Side Gun feature, you know, we already spoke about as a big example. Obviously, the Drake one was the most popular song off the album. Naturally, it's always going to do the most numbers because it's Drake. But even... Uh, I didn't really fuck with that one. It was all right. I, I thought I, it was all right. I mean, yeah, I the, the really disses are like funny, that. but it's like... I, like I said, I think we talked about this before. I don't care about you dishing Pusha T and, and Pharrell anymore, but this one was a little bit more overt. So I think Pusha T will respond. And I think he has an album coming soon. I think he'll respond. That nigga Pusha T got mad beef. He got Jim Jones after him. They they did a little sparring match. But Drake is still very. <laughs> he let it let it simmer. You could tell it still 
hurts Drake. Yeah, because that's his L. That's the L that you got to take. That's the L on his career. It's that's the L that you got to take, son. You got to you, you have to eat that. But he's not really eating it if he's still, I think, going back to it and kind of addressing it. Yeah, still yeah, trying without to, a doubt. I think he's trying to poke the bear, and I don't know if he really wants that, to be honest. I don't know if he wants that. Mm. But yeah, the features kind of carry the album. Utopia. I think Tizo Touchdown was a big one that, that was very popular. I think it did the rounds on social media, TikTok, you know, everybody loved it. That is but, a familiar, familiar name. Uh, Tizo Touchdown, he was on the, the Lil Yachty album that I really liked a lot that started off as Sonic Ranch, but ended it as It's All There or something like that. But he was on that album. I think he has songs with Steve Lacey, other artists along that, those lines. He's making his moves in the industry. He, Drake took him out when he was on tour to, to kind of float him around. And he also said that Tizo is dropping an album that he already heard and it's going to sound great. So I think he's probably one of these behind the scenes guys that's getting everybody's songs to sound as crisp and as perfect as they can. And he's finally getting it shine now because he's been around for a while. He's an older artist, too. So, you know, I, I got to listen to his music because I, I hear that name frequently, but it just I just haven't listened, took the time to really listen. But his name has been appearing on many things or people that I fuck with. Have him on a feature or vice versa. You feel me? Yeah. I feel like Utopia should have had a bigger impact than it than it ended up being. I think the features helped it live a lot more. And yeah, again, I don't I don't think Travis will, will last a long time with this album. I think he has to come back pretty soon to reassert himself in that dominant position that I think we kind of viewed him as before. I think he still has that pull. I, I saw the, the Circus Maximus event that he did, like the tour. I saw it on, on YouTube before it came out on Apple Music. Mm. And it looked great. I mean, you know, he'll always be a great touring artist. He has... You know, a great eye for set design and things like that, but the music itself wasn't as great. I even had Beyonce on the album, and I think it was all right. It was a good song, but I didn't think it was. I don't even remember anything that song, special. To be exactly, honest. it wasn't a memorable one off the album. And if you have Beyonce on your album and it's not a memorable song, I feel like you're doing something wrong on the album. I haven't really gone back to the Utopia though. The only people, only shit I go back to is God's Country, but that's it. Yeah. Apart from that, I don't really. Touch back into that that album. You feel me? Yeah, I think it it, came, it lasted for a good two weeks. Honestly, for a good two weeks, it was in my rotation heavily, just because I'm trying to dissect and, and listen to the album a lot as soon as it drops, so I can give a good opinion on it. But besides that, ever since then, I have not touched the album really. I mean, I played it before just to refresh my memory, but before then, it's been like at least a couple of weeks since I've even heard a song from there. Mm. But uh, yeah, I guess that's our utopia take. <laughs> um. Keep keeping it going in quarter three. There's a, there, yo, a lot of music is dropping, son. There's a lot of heavy hitters that's People gonna that's dropping, and end of September we is getting some some joints. You feel me? And I think I'm I'm ready to cook the boy because he should have dropped multiple times already. I think he should have dropped August 25th. You talking about Drizzy? Yes. For all the dogs should have came out August 25th, the day before National Dog Day. He drops the cover on the Monday of that week, which is usually wait, wait, what an artist will do. Let's talk about that. On Friday. The fans was speculating that the shit was going to drop for the past seven weeks now. You understand? A, a couple and months. Niggas was saying that dog, that dog day, oh, he's going to drop on the dog. If he would have did that, that would have been a nice marketing ploy. You understand? And it would have been a but, semi-surprise drop because he didn't put a date to it. That but as soon coming. as he dropped the cover... And he didn't have a date with it. I knew, oh, this guy's not going to come for a little bit. I think he's just doing this to tease us and hold us over, build the hype a little bit. I think we're now getting to a point where people have been waiting for the album for so long that when it comes out, it has to be, it has to be a really, really great album. Because mm. if it's not, it's it's at risk of also coming and going. I think just because the expectation is really high for it now, if he doesn't reach that expectation, it's not going to look so great. 
I think he's he 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 whether whether he could take forever, niggas is still gonna love him. Nigga paint every, his nails and niggas still love him. He, he's everybody will still listen understand? to it. Everybody will still listen to it. But when it comes to streaming now, the fact that people will keep listening to your album within that weekly cycle is the main point. Like Uzi was gonna do two fifty based off the projections of how many people listen to his album. Okay, but it wasn't good, so it dropped down like almost a hundred thousand. Because it didn't have replay value or people didn't enjoy it. I don't think Drizzy has that same problem. That nigga is loved by everybody and hated hated by hated but by. I, I think he's at the point now where none. he has to make a statement. He definitely has to sell more than Travis first week, which is at least four hundred thousand. His real competition, I think, as everybody thinks, is maybe along the likes of Taylor Swift and Bad Bunny, who do really well first week. Yeah, and, and I don't, continue I don't to think do he'll well be able after. to topple Taylor. Partly because Drake doesn't usually do the vinyl bundle package thing to, to sell first week numbers. But his music should be good enough to the point where it's at least getting close. I don't know. On the album so far, there are rumors, but I think they're pretty much confirmed because he, he's talked about him while he's been on tour. So when we think this, sh- this shit is coming out, in the winter time? or, or I, ha- I have a theory actually about that, but I just wanted to, to lay out some. Nikki, I think, is definitely going to be on the album. Mm-hmm. Bad Bunny, I think, is definitely going to be on the album because he takes out Bad Bunny and he says... Me and Benito haven't done an, uh, a song in about five years or six years, which was Mia from a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So I think it kind of shows that he's going to go a little bit more pop. He's going to bring in bigger artists and maybe You think that he's going to be pop, sales. bro? You, I think it's going to be R&B. That nigga about to drop in and kill I everything. Think, I think we're way past the point. You know, you want a full R&B album from Drake and I want a full rap album from Drake. And I think we're past the point to where we're never going to see that ever. R&B, yes, it's possible. I don't think so. I them think, leaks that you that you sent me, nigga, them shits is a heavily R&B. Them shits yes, will go straight to the R&B playlist. Yes, but I don't I don't know if those will ever see the light of day, those leaks. I don't know if they'll ever get an official and they, release. Yo, on some real shit, I was on Reddit, and I saw another shit was like, they was playing it in the club somewhere. Exactly, and in that, that song, he's understand? talking about, um, I should be locked up uh, with Young Thug in them. Like, it was a quick snippet. That shit was less than five he's, seconds. He's at, like, for all the dogs, he's talking about, oh, I'm trying to go back to the old Drake, which I assumed would be R&B Drake. But from some of the leaks and some of the snippets that have been coming out, he's kind of doing a lot of rapping. Some of the little Yachty, uh, mm. like old Playboy Cardi type beats. I think it's just going to be a mix of everything. Mm. I don't think we're ever going to get that solid concept album from Drake. And I think it's just because he's too commercial for it at this point. Mm. But, you know, I think it's, the album will have high expectations. It's up to him to meet him. And if he doesn't, then we will be here to clown him for it. I think I think he's going to meet it. You kind of hard on him. You, 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 I th- I, maybe I'm a little bitter because he's been he keeps pushing back the date because he's saying that tight. oh I haven't announced the date but I think he's has had dates in mind but he's kept pushing them back I mean we've talked about this since July of this year you know he's on tour he's saying the album will come in two weeks then he's saying I'm sorry it'll come really soon then he's saying it's a summer album and now the summer's over but, yo did you hear that forty Noah forty he got fucking like his his he was going through something like a, his sickness is, is acting up so maybe he wanted to hold it off so a hey, man that, could that mix could the whole project it could be a part of the reason and you know he needs hopefully to, he's alright you know he needs 40's touch on the album to make it a Drake album uh, yeah. I think I'll, I'll go into my theory now my theory for all the dogs and when it's gonna come out Drake's tour I think I believe is scheduled to end on October 9th which is a Monday that very Friday in October is Friday the 13th Drake has never dropped an Album in October in his life. Really? He's talking about he's going back to the old Drake. It would make sense to drop in October. This shit, this and if shit. you want a perfect date to go with all that, uh, like what he's talking about on Meltdown, where he's acting like he's a mm. thug or a goon and he's got shooters and he's with the Wasses or whatever the he fuck does, he's talking he does. He does. I think if you really want to go for that kind of scary hours vibe, you go for a Friday the 13th drop date. 
And if he doesn't drop then, then I think it's back to my other point I also made at the end of last pod. I think he's ducking Kanye West because Kanye West is rumored to be dropping really soon. And there's a lot of snippets and music that has been coming out of his camp. Mm-hmm. So I think he was ducking Uzi to give him, you know, to let Uzi shine. He was ducking Travis because he was scared of what those numbers would do. Okay. And now he's put himself into a corner where he's still working on the album. But now you're going to have competition from Kanye. You're going to have competition from Diddy. You're going to have competition Diddy, from Diddy's, a bunch of other albums. They're going to come out and take some shine. Diddy's not dropping. Diddy's at InvestFest with EYL. And, I think and Diddy drops before for all the dogs drops. I think Diddy drops within the next month nah, and a half. I, I don't, I don't, possibly. I don't know. I, think, I don't know. And I possibly. Think, I don't think that's I've enough been time for, for all the dogs to come out. Because that's an R&B capsule I've been waiting for. Called that shit from a couple pods back. <laughs> you understand? Niggas been wanting that Diddy album. You understand? Because he got major figures on that album. Brent, You said Brent was on it. I didn't even know Brent, that. They, they had a list of, of artists scheduled to come out on that. But anyways, to end the four, all the dogs take, um, I think it's waited too long and it's going to be a little tough for him. That album's got to be an A1 album for it to do what it's supposed to do. Mm. So that's it. Yeah, moving on, you want to talk about nah, I got Diddy you. and Love Records? Nah, nah. I got you. Um, I got since the feature we... list whenever you want it. Oh you oh oh you oh you pulled it up? Yep, yep. They are I mean they already released it. Well, they have the list of all the features that are gonna be on the album, which is why I'm saying I think Diddy drops relative if you're announcing all the features on the album, that's I think true. you're dropping right It could be soon. nearing it, that album has been wanting to come out for this whole year. I've been waiting on that shit to come out. So yeah, maybe yeah, I've been teasing it. He he does that. Where you said we're in quarter three right now? I think we're in the beginning of quarter three right now. So he, it Mo- could be music a doesn't usually drop in the fourth quarter for whatever reason. I think it's because I think once it's past November or October, it's out of Grammy contention for the next year. So that's why the fourth quarter is usually relatively slow when we get a bunch of holiday albums and shit. I'll I'll be waiting for it, you feel me? But in this music sector that we are in, um, a lot of music has dropped. A lot of music has dropped. Brent Fias just dropped a single called Moment of Your Life featuring Coco Jones. Who are both going to be on the Diddy Love album for as a part of Love Records. You feel me? The the promo for that record, I just want to talk about real quick because I feel like it's very cliche because a lot of artists do this, but it's such a like underground rapper, like SoundCloud rapper from back in the days, like drop a hundred thousand comments. Fam, drop. He asks his Insta followers to comment and he'll release it. They got it to a hundred K comments. He did ask for a hundred K comments. You feel me? So I think I, I checked- helped him out with that too. I dropped a couple. <laughs> Fam, I checked song. it and within like the first 10 minutes it was already at 60,000 I was like yeah this nigga gonna drop that shit it ends up dropping and it has that classic R&B feel like Brent has been giving to the people for a long time you feel me and yeah a lot of R&B musical check textures the the you know how in R&B they got that dun 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 like that you understand so I like that track it got added straight to the R&B playlist where it belongs, you understand? And I, I really like that track, Moment of Your Life, featuring Coco Jones, you feel me? I've heard that name, but I still have to check on her, you feel me? I haven't really listened to her music I like believe, that. if I'm she not mistaken, right. I think Coco Jones, have you ever seen the movie um, Let It Shine? That was a Disney movie with Everybody Hates Chris. You remember, Possibly. and he's like a rapper, and he raps, he's like a he's a guy from church. You remember, Amari knows what I'm talking about, right? Let It Shine. He knows she, Everybody Hates Chris, he probably don't know that. She was um, the the female lead in that Disney show. So she's like a Disney. She's kind of from Disney. That's interesting. I didn't know that part. But she could sing really well. But yeah, he dropped and Brent is coming. You feel me? Brent is coming. um, Doja 
is Georgia actually is coming. coming. It, the official release date for her album is at the end of September. You understand? And Yaya is now a demonic worshiper along with the Doja Cat. Listen here. Listen here. Let me tell you something. At first, I ain't fuck with her. Like everybody else, I ain't fuck with her. But she could spit. Talent is talent is gold. She, she talent. she's talented, bro. She is very she's very talented. She be doing a whole bunch of shit with the white niggas on, on the yachts and, <laughs> and doing all this dumb shit. You don't remember in the chat room? She's nice, fam. She's nice. Let's talk about it. She's nice, and it is what it is. <laughs> paint the house red, or what is it called? Paint the paint town. The town red. Paint the town red. I think and that was demons. A, I think that was a joint. I think that was a. I think that was a joint. You feel she's me? playing into the demonic Satan. She's literally uh, dressed up as the Baphomet, literally in her music video. <laughs> like it's actually unbelievable. I don't think she's actually about that life. I don't think it's some Illuminati ritual shit. I think it's I just know. she uh, shaved her head. It's I called. It's, an, it's called Scarlet. The, the album that I'm talking about is called Scarlet. I think it's promo because it's she knows songs. that we're gonna talk about it because she's doing outlandish shit. Which, honest, in my opinion, it kind of hurts her case now if she drops an album and the sales are not up to what they should be because now you're doing all this bullshit even though you're so talented. And you can't even sell records. I do want to... So we got to see what happens with I that. I do want to point out that, you feel me, it is a rap album. It is not a pop album like before with the with the woman, which was a global platinum hit. That album won her a Grammy. That last album won her a Grammy for a fact. You feel me? So she is saying, she's by this, by saying, yo, I'm dropping this 15 track all fucking rap. Specifically, rap, not pop, pop shit. She's spitting on paint, paint the the town red. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You're true. She's You're talking right. her shit, and I love it. I ain't fuck with her. I ain't go. I ain't never used to give it like give it to her like that. You feel me? Because I was like, fam, I ain't really fucking with her. She's a weirdo. You feel me? But she's nice. She's nice. You gotta be honest. I mean, her I, I'm hard on her catchy. like like ice spice. You feel me? Like we hard on ice spice. Like I'm hard on her the same way. But nigga, when you're dropping good music, I gotta. Gotta say you dropping good music, and she's nice. She can spit. She making great catchy music. And she's very a pop, pop star. music. I don't know if she needs all the gimmicks though. That's what I'm kind of phased by. Like I don't understand why she would need to do all this gimmickry shit. She's come out and she said, "I don't give a fuck about all my fans. You can unfollow me or whatever the fuck." And I, you know, I don't know if that's some something like that. It could be promo, but it could also be more indicative of I don't know. She's going through some shit, and she doesn't feel like she has the popularity she used to have. Because if you look at her YouTube page and you look at the views that she has, she still does millions of views, obviously, which is not she bad won a Grammy, for any artist She won a Grammy, all. bro, off a of pop, pop song. So. But once you start to feel, I feel like that fan base fading a little bit, it may lead you to do more outlandish shit. But how often can you do outlandish shit and it hit the same? You know what I mean? You can't do this and then top it. Like, how else are you going to top Like, you're going to eat a goat's but heart maybe she's not. She's not. Maybe she's not even giving a fuck about that. She's just doing outlandish shit. Hey, she's doing hey. out-of-pocket shit just to do out-of-pocket shit. You feel me? Hey, and more power to her if, that, if that's what it is. But I personally just don't respect it as much. I think it's too gimmicky for me. You were singing that shit when I played it. Let's hey, talk about it's, it's it. Yo, it's catchy. Yo, it's I catchy. Played, yo, I played music before the pod, and I played Paint the Town Red, <laughs> and this nigga was, I'm a devil. Nah, 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 nah. This nigga was fucking singing, so I don't want to hear none of that shit. It's catchy. Nigga, it's catchy. Fuck out of here. Does it make it last? I'm, uh, you know, time will nigga, tell. Nigga, that shit got added to the fucking time R&B playlist, son. Time will tell. That shit got added to the R&B playlist, dog. I don't know. I think I she about to drop some crazy shit. A little bit on to me, one. I feel like she's like a Corey LeRae. Like, Corey like, LeRae. Or what, how, how you pronounce her name? Corey. Corey, Corey LeRae. My fault. It sounds the same shit, but nigga, to me, 
when she gets in her spitting bag, she reminds me of Coyle Ray. Feel me? If that's a good thing, I don't know if that really sounds like a good thing. I think it's a good thing. I mean, well, I think she's better. She, I think she's more versatile. You feel me? That You feel me? But maybe I'm just putting these niggas, I'm bullying. You feel me? I'm bullying. I'm talking shit right now. Keeping it uh, within the, the Doja Cat universe, someone who she had, woman you mentioned, she had a hit song with SZA, dropped mm-hmm. a music, actually before she dropped a music video, she had a little competition with Summer Walker and I didn't want to take the lead on this one, but I will if I have to, but did, did you see the competition that she had with Summer Walker? Wow, when they were shaking ass? Mm. Who did you think won? Summer was doing her thing. I'm not going to lie. She was doing her thing. No comment. How you going to bring it up and say no comment? What kind of bitch nigga <laughs> hey, shit is hey, that? Hey, hey, hey. I just bring up the topics. I just bring up the topics. This nigga, what the okay. fuck? This nigga ain't giving it up. You see that? This nigga, this nigga bring up the topic and then not, not, not say nothing. All right. So I bring up the topic. And Yaya, what do you think about it? <laughs> The single man has to talk, but it's all right. But mm-hmm. since we are exactly. on, on, wait, you was gonna say something about SZA? Uh, she drops the the snooze video. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. the Kill Let's Bill music video better personally because she was tied up in her arms. Um, <laughs> but uh, in the snooze video, we get uh, uh, Justin Bieber. Boy. We get the dude from Beef. I forget his name, but he has like a funny name. And Benny Blanco eating French fries off of her booty cheeks and dipping it into ketchup. And wish it was me. When I was yeah, when I was watching the video, um, the only person I could think of was Yaya because I was wondering what? how he felt seeing his his woman crush Wednesday uh, get treated like that in the music video. Thank you. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Okay, she can still get it. She can still okay. That's all I wanted to know. But since we on R and B, I do want to shine a spotlight on an on an artist that I have heard bubbling in the media, and I have um fucking been following her since the pandemic. You feel me? Since 2020 I, is re- when I really found her. And I'm talking about Victoria Monet. Mm-hmm. She's a songstress who has worked with the likes of Ariana Grande, Chloe and Haley, you feel me? And I found her during the pan- pandemic looking through R&B playlists on Apple Music, you feel me? And she released hits like Moment and Coasting, which is kind of recent. Coasting is recent moments from 2020. But they are on the R&B playlist. And um, she recently released an album called Jaguar 2 featuring Bujabantan, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Feel me? That's big features. And Lucky Day, and that's it. Another big feature. Feel me? But it was a quick 11 tracks. You feel me? And it was to me, it was good music from start to finish. It was only 30 minutes. I played it before the pod. Freezy said he fucked with it. You feel mm-hmm. me? And to me, it had a high production value, live instruments, Feel me? Everything screamed R and B. You understand? And um, yeah, I love that. And she, she, she was this album actually fully got added to the R and B playlist. You feel me? And that is not something easy to do because the last person to do that was Summer Walker. The only people to really go on the album and I add the whole thing. If you drop an album and I fuck with it, is it's really been Summer Walker. Summer Walker. Every time she drops, I could do that with her album specifically. You feel me? Mm. But some key standouts do include Smoke featuring Lucky Day, you feel me? Um, Smoke Reprise and All Right, which was a joint. I played it for you. Where you that said that you good. fuck with it. That it was the first good. one that I played, you feel me? And um, How Does It Make You Feel? I fucked with. I'm in one. I fuck with. And Goodbye, you feel me? And a lot of people, like I said, a lot of people can't make it to the R&B playlist fully if they drop an album. Maybe I'll take a couple one and two tracks from here, but to get fully on the playlist without a doubt 
I gotta tip my hat to that. You feel me? I gotta tip my hat to that. And Victoria Monet, I fuck with her. And yeah, I'm very pleased with this with this drop. You feel me? Very pleased. She's doing her thing. I was pleasantly surprised when I she pushing it. the bar for R and B. I'm not gonna lie. It's a big. She, she has a lot of big cosigns too. I was looking at her Instagram as soon as you showed me this music. I was like, okay, who's backing this? A lot of big industry people are following her. I'm not going to drop any names because I can't remember off the top of my head, but I remember looking at the list and I was She's like, a okay. songwriter, too. She has a lot of push. She yeah. has a lot of push. She's a songwriter, too. You feel me? I'm not sh- I'm not really sure who specifically she's written for, you feel me? But she gives me that money long, you feel me? That's that, that money long feeling where it's a songwriter that's in all these writing rooms, you feel me? And just is has chosen to begin to push her solo career. You understand? So I fuck with her. Shout out Victoria Monet, and that's she doing a thing for the R&B playlist right now. Feel me? But I was getting kind of skeptical. I was like, "Yo, ain't really no music. I I gotta wait for Drizzy to drop so I can get some R&B ads to the playlist." I've kind of been feeling too. Feel I feel me? like people are holding off for right now because they thought he was coming, but now that he's not, it's like, okay, it's open season. Let's get it out while we can, type shit. You feel me? So that's just one. That, that that's just the R&B spotlight that I wanted to shine on her. You feel me? Because she's doing a thing, Keep, <laughs> keeping things music. Um, I wanted to touch on a debate that has been going on. It's been rise. I think everybody's talking about it. What? Uh, we I mentioned it a little bit before the podcast. Uh, Gunna having now that the summer's officially over. He, I think you know you mentioned uh, the Jay Hus, Jay Hus, yeah, and Drake song being the song of the summer. Okay. The song of the summer. Uh, a lot of people feel like it was "fuck you mean" by Gunna. Okay, and. A lot of people are saying his album was the best rap album of the year as well. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to know your thoughts on that. I Again, I think I already made my thoughts clear on the last pod. It was a good song that had a lot of promo. And if you're talking about a male rap artist who's had the biggest song this year, I think that's been the biggest song this year. And I don't know if anybody will top it. I don't really feel that way. Me personally, I because me, I haven't played that nigga all summer. And I've been fully fine without it. But it is in rotation. Or others, you understand? But mm-hmm. with me personally, I ain't really, that's not really my song of the summer. My song of the summer was it's Drizzy and pretty J-Hus, much or the, Central C, the, the freestyle with him and, and, and Drake and Central C. That that is another one. But I mean, you it's understand? been consistently in the top ten of the Hot 100 ever since it dropped. I don't know if it hit number one. I think it definitely hit number two at the very least. But it's been the biggest record this year, just completely talking numbers wise and rap. Uh, again, another guy who consistently keeps features with him uh, along like along with Diddy similar elk not the same person though DJ Khaled is coming with an album pretty soon mm. he dropped a single God did God did God did God did bring out the whole ocean <laughs> he dropped a single with uh Future Lil Baby Lil Uzi and it sampled Pretty Young Thing by Michael Jackson mm. and I think they disrespected sample. they disrespected that sample and I think it was really? probably a waste of money I don't think it was really? good. I don't think it was good at all alright but you know I do have a question cause mm-hmm. you say that DJ Khaled is gonna drop so do you feel that we are gonna get that oh everybody's on the album and, and he's gonna try and make everybody feel anticipated to get the album cause everybody's featured on it you feel me to me I feel like that just degrades the value low key because it's like yo you have all these niggas on the on one song on one mm-hmm. fucking album and niggas is not fucking with it I think it's, you know, it's kind of ever since he started pop, he, you know, he got popular off of Snapchat and he was able to use his connections to put together albums with the biggest artists. 
But his album sales have been going down consistently, especially in that first week. That's what week. I'm saying. I feel like it's devaluing the thing, It's, bro. you know, it's more, it's, again, very gimmicky. So we come to expect it, and the music doesn't always sound the best. It always, it's some, it usually sounds like, okay, I'm going to take this nice beat that somebody else made, I'm going to arrange it the way I want to arrange it, and then I'm going to call my friends to come and hop on the album without even, you know, any structure to it. He, That's a fact. Though. He already announced he has Drake on the album twice, which... Makes me wonder if it will come before for all the dogs. But I think, again, I think it's more likely that he'll drop before Drake drops because we don't know when Drake is going to sure. drop. Sure. I don't think so. I think, I think Drake is going to use it know. as promo. I think that's what Drake was trying to do with Meltdown on Travis Travis's album. He was trying to use it as promo to kind of push off and then like, oh, you like that song? Guess what? I'm dropping an album now too, mm. you know, to, to kind of boost the sales a little bit. But, you know, again, I think it'll be a, a, a come and go but uh, I'm looking out for those two Drake songs, like always. They usually have good collaborations together, so I'm gonna keep my ear out for that. Does it have a Does it have a name? Not yet, not yet. So I so it doesn't have a name, so I, it can't come out before for all the. But if he's already if he's already dropping the lead single to the album, you know, I feel like it's a sign that the the rollout is is imminent. You know, it's it's on its way. It's true, but um, yeah. In terms of other songs that dropped, J Cole dropped a song with. Uh, or Gucci Mane dropped a song with J. Cole that was alright had a decent J. Cole feature but yeah I, I think it's, music's been relatively quiet even though we've been away for a little while because mm. people are you know Travis Scott's Utopia has been number one for four weeks so it's gonna mess with everybody's numbers and then if Drake is expected to drop within a couple of weeks or a couple of months you know your album if you drop an album now if you're like a you know, if you're not the highest artist you might get number one for a week you might not and then your album might kind of drop off exponentially once the bigger artist than Drake comes along. Mm. So yeah, I guess I, I'm I'm good with with music. Do you have right. any other? I got I got, I got I got a few things. I got, okay. I got I got quite a few things right here. But um, I do want to say the importance of live performances for artists. You feel me? Okay. Um, I just want to shine a light on that because a lot a lot of niggas don't take the the performances as they should, or they're not good. Let's be honest. Mm. Um, Are you trying to mention any names? Not right now. The examples of these live performance platforms are Tiny Desk and On The Radar Radio. You understand? Those are two that have had recent drops that have been, I believe they have been good. Um, Starting with Action Bronson, his recent Tiny Desk concert was amazing. And I didn't even get the chance to say that. Fam, you should. You should. That shit was amazing. He he he, he, he shot it down, bro. He shot it down, bro. And I love that one. Um, and I do want to talk about this Drake and Central C. On the um, radar. On the radar freestyle. It charted, it charted or on the, wait, the radar radio. What's it called? On, it was yeah, on the radar on, freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. On, yeah, on the radio radar. Which I believe they're also they're freestyle. New York based on the radar. If I'm not mistaken, they I think they they're very popular with a lot of drill rappers, right? They was trending. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, yeah. Fam, they was tr- they was they was trending, bro. They was trending. Drake and Central C were trending after that freestyle on YouTube, and since people liked it so much, they were like, "Yo, we're gonna put it on Apple Music." I think they, you know they do usually do that though with their releases, but I don't think they usually chart, which is the big deal with this because, you know, I mean, obviously you have Drake song on streaming, it's gonna chart on Billboard. Also, it came out a couple of days off from like the the release window, so it didn't have as long to get as many streams to make it have a higher peak. That's yeah. a fact. Um, 
to me, this is very big because Central C proves he could hang with the GOAT. And I think he had a good verse. And I don't think me? Drake had the best verse on that. I think I think Central if it was in one take, it would be very, very that's good. If it's one like take the, did you like that combination? Yeah, that shit's a meme forever now. Yeah. But I think that helped the song also a lot too. It was a feature that the world didn't expect and they and we loved it. You feel me? It was a feature that no one was expecting and then all of Hot a sudden take, you see I these two niggas. I could have done without it. Yeah, but I didn't really You're care bucket. for it. Yeah, bucket. I didn't really care for it. I like you the, are I like when Drake does the the, the British bucket. drill, but he really leans into I think since Sench was there next to him. He was a little embarrassed to do it, you know, because he was like, okay, I'm hanging with one of the real ones, so I can't really get my shit off, I feel like. <laughs> nah, that ain't gonna hang. But Central C, you can't, if you, nigga, notice how you're saying that Central C did not hang with him? Like, it was, No, like, no, I think it was, Drake his didn't want to hang good. with, with Sench, I feel like, to be honest. If you could say the, the greatest rapper of the decade, you could hang with that, that means that you're something. It's not an easy thing to hang with the goat like that. You feel me? Let's but also, you know, it's a big look for him, but I think it's also Drake using whatever clout he can get off Sench while he was hot because he had the couple records that were popping. But they fuck with each other. Yeah, you know. They I mean, fuck I with each Central, other. What you mean? An artist that's on the level of Sench will always, you know, you're not going to reject the Drake feature because you know it's going to be one of those songs to boost your streams on your catalog and it's going to make your record deal negotiations a little bit easier, you know? And, and when it dropped too, that shit is on OVO. Yeah, that shit's exactly. not on, on the radar that shit's on OVO that shit's licensed to OVO and I'm, that's similar to what he did with, with um, the Bobby girl to touch back on the, on, on her <laughs> yeah she, she paying $500 <laughs> to get niggas on, the, on, the, on her podcast yeah alright nigga get the fuck out of here with that she fuck out of here with that she who believe in that shit had that interview with Drake that went super viral had 10 million views she goes on to have Mark Cuban Lil Yachty Tyga even Jay Balvin I saw recently just did another interview with her which is kind of crazy They've been dropping off exponentially in views because obviously this girl cannot interview for shit and everyone's tired of the fucking, uh, I don't understand nothing. I don't know who you are gimmick, which frankly I think is, you know, we were tight at it in the beginning and people were like, why are you mad? And I'm like, I'm mad because it's a gimmick that won't last. So you're pushing the shit. It just could for a last, quick buck. nigga. That's the, that's the, that's the whole, that's her whole, that's her shit. That's her lane. She, she dissed on Yachty because she said that Yachty was a weirdo, basically calling Yachty an awkward weirdo and that he was sus around her, even though he get, you know, you're getting that interview with Yachty, you're going to take that shit. Obviously, she's acting like she, it was a gift to Yachty, her doing the interview with him, which is, to me, I frankly, bullshit. Mm. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't understand it. Drake, uh, he did an expert move. He played Tyga's song, Rack City, on the podcast. And by doing that, uh, Young Money, Cash Money, was able to copyright claim the video. <laughs> That's petty as fuck. To get money from it. So Drake is like, oh yeah, you think I'm giving you this big look? Yeah, you're going to take the 10 million views. But guess what? I'm getting all the monetization off. Nigga, but that's only one episode. She That 10 million views brings in all the subscribers. That's a, that's a, that's, that's true. That's I mean, a win, I'm sure win, he doesn't nigga. need the YouTube money anyways, but it's kind of funny that he's like, okay, you might think that you have the power and it's on your platform, but really, I run the shit. I own the shit. Nigga, we, Nothing we you could do no, about Nobody's it. saying that. Why are you saying that? That nigga can't be petty if you if you want. He's he's a petty he's a petty little dude. <laughs> you know I me mean? and it is what it is. But um, I do have something else. I have two other things. I have um, this since it's been a minute since we parted. You feel me? But we are back yet again. Mm-hmm. You understand? But um, since then, Tori and Meg, the verdict was met. 
Tory was sentenced to 10 years in jail, you feel me? And the team is the, the, the team is still fighting. Um I think Tory is fucking wasting a shit ton of his money. My question I is he's going to have to eat that case. Fam, you got to fight if you believe you're innocent, you got to keep fighting, but it is going to get costly. It's gonna me? get costly, and how you making money from behind bars? You can't make that show money no more. His music is completely independent. He has the st- artists. The streaming don't pay out as much. That streaming don't pay out as much, and those percentages when you find a case like that, you're gonna spend in the hundreds of thousands, if not maybe even get close to that that million. More. A couple million. It's past a million already, nigga. The trial was already past a million. Lawyer fees is up, son. But my question is, what does this mean for music? From and him? And the, the no, no. Uh, well, yeah, and the and the future of the sound of R and B because. Everybody loved this nigga. Now this nigga's gone locked up. You feel me? This um, definitely a big I do want to say I do want to say something. Um, on Instagram, I seen this nigga put up some free Tory merch. You feel me? That's just all uh, about. <laughs> right after the I wanted to get a yo shirt right after they sentenced this nigga. This nigga was like, "Yo, fuck it, I'm I'm dropping the shirts." The meme pages and everyone miss Tory. You feel me? So when the meme pages post you, you know you popping. And the meme pages is like, "Yo, I fuck with Tory," and where's this nigga? So, niggas, niggas want niggas is miss Tory back. N- niggas, niggas want Tory back. You feel me? And I feel like him, like what you said, him not being there is gonna leave a space, but it's gonna evolve. It's gonna it has it's gonna have it's gonna have to evolve without him. But it hurts to say, but fuck with Tory. You feel me? But allegedly, the alone it is what it deluxe is. is is ready to go, which I think would be big in terms of getting some money real quick. But I don't know. I think he might have. You know, he dropped about. Ever since the Meg situation happened, I think he dropped about six projects. You know, we, we want more music from him, but he might have already uh, shot his load. Pause. This thing is <laughs> This thing got to say pause. But yeah, so I just wanted to put that out because that was something that we missed during the intermission the of the pause. Yes. Still, what's good? No, I was going to say, bro, that's a nigga. He's the type of... All right. Right? Speak freely, nigga. <laughs> Speak freely, Why nigga. Why is he censoring himself? Speak freely. What you got to say? No. What you got to say? He's that nigga, bro. You just seen on his lives. He a nigga who just is constantly recording songs. He probably got thousands of songs. That's true. I, see, I, I feel, feel like, like he I probably release a project every year while he's still locked up. Kind of like both Free Tory. To mean, be honest, I hope so. I really yeah. do hope so. Free Tory. Shout out Stu. The man behind the, the pod outro. Shout out Greedo, too. Feel me? Shout out Stu. But... Moving on from from a locked up rapper <laughs> to what? Do you want to go into a? Who? He's not locked up, but they had him locked up for two minutes. To Mister Mister Trump himself. I was go. I got one more music shit. Then oh, we one more. Go, okay. Then we could go political, nigga. Then we could go. We could go ballistic after. But um, I do want to shout this out because we did talk about it before. But um, artists like La Russell and I am DDB, which I love. I found her back in the day, and I love her. She's a underground R&B artist but she's mainstream but the label fucked her but she going she has she 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 going to be big in a in in a few you feel me but um Eric Bellinger Ransom 38 Special Jadena and um others choose to release music on a platform called Even Biz I never heard of this who are empowering artists and fans to invest in each other allowing artists to directly profit from their craft connecting directly to the consumer and um, it also allows a consumer to pay, quote unquote, pay what you want. So if you they release something on that on that platform, 
And you could pay a dollar, you could pay a hundred dollars, you could pay a thousand dollars. So basically, these to artists get the song. Are, are working for tip money at this point because the streaming is not paying out. I wouldn't call it that, fam. You can't because <laughs> nigga, you can't call it that because that's kind of it's kind of innovative to, towards to where you could di- directly profit from another platform that's not Spotify that's robbing you a thousand streams for two pennies. I mean, it's true. They're not paying out what artists feel like they should be paying out. But if that's the case, they would take off their music from. Apple and Spotify if they really wanted to make a big point, but they're not going to do that because it's going to cut off big part it's of the It's still going to be there, but I'm just saying it's an innovative thing that we haven't seen before. Okay. Pay what you want for for some music. That's big on the artist's standpoint. That was never that was never seen before. You feel me? You understand? And we're always for... Stu, what's up? Bigging up the independent artists. Similar to that Tory Lanez point. Like, or similar... Tory did similar things to that, yeah, too. The, the crypto shit where he released the album for $1. Mm-hmm. The for NFT album. Song. That's basically like a similar thing to that. And like you could kind of create a platform for everybody as well. Like so and even, actually, even business got locked that. up. A lot of those those albums have gone up in price on the NFT market that he, he put them on. And he's still making money every time they yeah. sell it. Yeah. That's also why that's a good thing. Yeah. So Tori was a little ahead of the curve with that too. Nah, that's a fact. Um, I do have... I have... I have two. You, you, you want to get into Trump? I don't want to get into Trump. All right, all right, hold up. Let me, let me just get this off. because They're both selling shirts. <laughs> They're both selling shirts. All right, hold on. Let me just shout out the reggae girls real quick. Mm. Um, The reggae girls mm, qualify for the Women's World Cup for the first time ever making and history. They, they got into the round of 16 for yes. the first time ever. I was waking my ass up every morning. This nigga has a jersey before me. It's crazy. I'm about to cop mine. It's in the mail. <laughs> it's fine. I was going to wear coming. it today, but it's, it's in the shipped. wash. You feel me? Um, Just in time for Jamaica's 61st. Independence, which was August 6th, you feel me? So, um, that was big in the soccer realm. Yeah, I was, Shout I was out following the them. Girls. As soon as they got eliminated, I could give a fuck. <laughs> I could give a fuck about that shit. Shout out the reggae girls, you feel me? Um, But I do want to say there was some corruption from the Jamaican Football Federation right before the Women's World Cup qualifiers, actually. The the girls posted, like, they all posted um letters saying how they didn't hear about the squad for the World Cup, and that shit was like two weeks before. There's no, the country has no plans for the, these, these niggas, and they end up going to the fucking uh, the qualifiers. You feel me? They end up going all the, the way long to the World route. Cup. You feel me? Yeah. So the Jamaica, um, Jamaica has corruption just like every other third world country and every other country, to be honest. And when it comes to the soccer department. They don't believe. They didn't believe in the reggae girls, and they end up going to the fucking. They almost end up. You Something feel me? That the, the men haven't done. The men haven't done that in years. You feel me? They still haven't done that shit. Have and they have great team. They have a great team. That shit is crazy. They have a great you roster. You feel me? Together. They got three Premier League starters and more coming. On that team and more coming. You feel me? There's there's niggas better than than Leon Bailey. You feel me? But mm-hmm. I just want to shout out the um the reggae girls real quick. You feel me? And um since we are on Jamaica, um. I do want to say Jamaica um, has censored. Censorship has been happening since the beginning of stage shows. Um, popular music festivals like Sting and others like Reggae, Sumfest, um, censor Jamaican artists. So niggas will go on stage and want to rap and want to spit, you feel me? And they, and, and, and they can't curse. And mm-hmm. if they curse, they get locked up or fined. You feel me? You had a, you had a music concert and your culture is big, and you can't curse. That shit fucked up the game, and no one really talks about it, so I just wanted to say that, and that censorship has to stop. And um, one last thing. 
I think that's that's a good point. You see that with a lot of foreign countries, especially when they're a little bit more on the religious rule sort of things. Mm. Artists really have to watch how they perform over there. Because there's been many, many times where they have been mm-hmm. locked up yeah. and had to pay that, that Jamaica tax or, you know, <laughs> that, that third world country tax. Some dumb shit just for spitting niggas. It's, niggas, it's a money. I mean, niggas, it's really is, is, a way of taxing me? them without telling them that they're taxing them. You know, it's like you're breaking our rules, you know. And what's the artist going to do when you're in another country? You fuck up, motherfucker. That you're going to be stuck there for a little bit. Fam, that shit used to fuck up the fucking... um. Every stage show, there's no cursing. So it's like, fam, all these niggas is rapping and then they had to stop because they don't want to get fined or arrested. Like, all that, that shit is just f- funny baloney shit. But one, one last thing. One last thing. We don't agree with censorship here. No, we do not. We are unfiltered. Yeah, fuck and that. And free mind speak. Unless you watch on TikTok, then we censor it. But that's because <laughs> algorithm. But um, one one quick thing real quick. And now, now I, see, I see you, Stu. You feel me? Um, the first Jamaican, or not the first Jamaican, <laughs> the first Caribbean Music Awards just happened in Brooklyn a couple days ago. Um, a lot of A-listers were in attendance. Um, this music awards was the first time ever we have had a Caribbean music awards. This is history right That's here. Cool. And it was presented by someone you may know called Wycliffe Jean. Mm, nice. Legendary member of the Fugees. And to me, the production value was amazing. They had people do a tribute to Barris Hammond, which is in a Jamaican household, every party you hear Bears Hammond. You understand? Okay. You feel me? So they did a tribute to an OG, you feel me? And it was on the level of the Grammys and on the level of the BET Awards, you feel me? The award show, it wasn't unorganized, you feel me? It was at a point where it was unorganized in a sense, but I feel like Caribbean people, yo, we we flourish when it's unorganized. We just ad-lib, you feel me? And you get to see the talented people come out. Major Hype was doing his thing, you feel me? And I just wanted to put that out there because that was the first time that has ever happened. We have never had a Caribbean That's music award. The, you said ever. he held it in, in New York City? He held it in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. That's pretty interesting. He held it in Brooklyn. I didn't even know. I just seen this shit and I was like, whoa. The, yo, the level of production, I'm just astonished. It was astonishing. And I just had to big up Wycliffe because nobody had the bread to do that except for the man who sold over 100 million records. Mm. He's the only person that could do it because he's from the culture. He's Haitian, you feel me? He made it all the way, too. He made it all the way to the very top. You feel me? And he's always loved fucking Jamaica. And you know what? Some crazy shit. This nigga played a Michael Jackson dub plate. Yo, the people... If you don't know what a dub plate is, a dub plate is like where a nigga does a custom song Mm -hmm. specifically for... You as a as a as a DJ, you feel me? And that's been the culture for Jamaica from from years. You understand? So he has a. I was a, put onto that by Drake because Drake had a couple of dub plates fam, that were pretty good. That, exactly, fam. He has a Michael Jackson dub plate. Nobody has that ever. I don't even think the audience knows how rare that is. Mm. No one has a fucking record where Michael Jackson is saying, "Yo, I'm a killer sound boy." <laughs> you understand? That mm-hmm. shit is monumental. That shit is crazy. No one has ever. Done that. And that shit is official because it's coming from Wycliffe. And he, nigga, that shit is official. You know it's official. But, yeah, bro. Yo, Stu, what were you about to say, bro? Well, I was going to say, it's kind of funny how, like, the censorship for the performances is. And, like, the, like you're always saying, like, religious countries. Mm-hmm. It's kind of opposite to the problem here. Like, people will say that music here is too, like, gory. Yeah, exactly. All this bad shit. But 
then there, yeah. it's kind of like the opposite. They're having a problem where they can't do that. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it's kind of funny how they're we're kind of like on that inverse plane. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I think, like you mentioned, I hope the mics is picking you up. Yeah, I hope. I'm, I hope the mics. If you, is picking if you, you didn't up. hear it, basically, over here we have such we have more freedom to the point where people want to restrict it. But then you go abroad. If you have to deal with those censorship and those rules that they have abroad, then it may leave you wondering about how you feel about over here. Mm. We don't support no censorship. Yeah, but I just wanted to shout that out because that was very monumental for all the islands in the Caribbean and the West Indies. Shout out everybody. Feel me? Everybody did their thing. The tribute to Bears Hammond was amazing. And he said he's coming back next year and I would I I, I can't wait. Cause that right there was just beautiful to see. It was so beautiful, bro. And shout out to all my Panamanians too, even though And don't ever yo, beat Peru in a soccer match. <laughs> Shut up. Yo, at, yo. <laughs> Yo, before you say that, yo, before you say that, the only thing that was missing, which I do wish they did include, was the Spanish-speaking countries in fucking the Caribbean, like Dominican Republic, you feel me? Oh, they didn't have many Dembo artists there? They didn't have any, you feel oh, me? Any. okay. And, and they used... They're they, a big part. They, they took, part of the they Caribbean took inspiration from Jamaica and made their own reggaeton shit, you feel mm-hmm. me? So that was the only thing was like, yo, he could have incorporated... The Dembo niggas and you would have got the Spanish crowd and that, yeah. that Spanish crowd that is, could make that even bigger. That would make it even Spanish, bigger. But the thing is, they you guys have the Latin fucking exactly. Awards, they always though. they'll lump you know they'll lump them in. But I think if you know, like you're saying, this is the first time they're doing this. Maybe they'll probably think about doing that in the future. Because that's the only thing. Expand that market. That's the only. It's that's the only gripe I have is yo bring the fucking Spanish men them in because they love Jamaica off. Yeah, I mean, t- it's too. heavily... In- I mean, Jamaica's in- musically has in- influenced so much music. Not just here, not just in the Dominican Republic, even in the UK. Uh, their music is based in Jamaican music. Even their culture over there in the UK is more influenced by Jamaicans than I think even here in the States. Because Caribbean... Because maybe they should distinguish themselves more instead of... Because they already have Latin. Exactly. Maybe they should do reggae rather than Caribbean because mm. then they're able to distinguish themselves and not have to latch on yeah, and then they don't have to look. But they, but I was yeah. just saying, I was just saying that because that was the only gripe. But everything else was amazing. Yeah. Trinidad was there. Haiti was Trinidad there. Trinidad James. No, oh, the country. Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> like nigga. Trinidad and James. Soca, nigga. Yo, Soca is big. <laughs> Yo, Soca is big. All that carnival shit is Soca. Mm. So Soca is Soca is huge, and everybody was in attendance for the thing, and I, I just love that. You feel me? And that's really that's 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 that. That's really the last music thing that I had to say. That's the last music thing I, I think had to that's, say. I'm, I'm very happy you had that. Because I didn't want to leave that much. out. They deserve their That shit happened exactly. a couple days ago. And if, if this nigga's in front of the Jamaican flag and I didn't say that shit, I would feel away. Yeah, that's uh, true. So, very, very thankfully, true. I wrote it down and I did enjoy it. And, yes, sir. It we was amazing. Go. White Cliff, you're doing it. Yo. We should go to the next one. White Cliff. We'll anyway, be there. Anyway, you're there. Big up. Big up yourself. Because that was amazing. That shit, the quality was amazing. Feel me? Well, a lot of shit has been going on. In our in our world outside of, of music. A lot of shit has been going on. Niggas have been standing in front of the mugshot with the lean pose. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas standing in front of the mugshot with the lean pose. I think they even stand up straight. He did the lean with it. I you thought know he was going to smile or some shit, but he was just tough. He was like, nah, this is the rap album. It's the rap album cover. He just need the nigga, that advisory that sticker on that bitch. That nigga Trump got locked up the other day, son. He made 
I think he's going to be, he estimated to make, in a week and a half, I think he made $20 million in campaign donations and t-shirt sales. He's bundling up the, the, the campaign Nigga, if you put Supreme, yo, if, if that same shirt had Supreme on it, that shit would have fucking, <laughs> that shit would have went skyrocketed. He even need that shit, but. Nigga, that, that shit is crazy. Fannie Willis just brought out RICO charges against former President Trump and 19 other defendants. You feel Including, me? Including um, Mr. Uh, piece of shit Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> he used to be out here. They, he used to lock motherfuckers up with the RICO charges all nigga, the time. He's Shout the out one. to my Soprano motherfuckers out there. Shout out to the Sopranos. And he's, he's getting caught in a RICO. That's exactly. what's funny because he was exactly. the person who introduced the RICO and used it a different type of way. It was already there, but he's the one who uses <laughs> to specifically target. That's like such a full circle moment. I know he was tight when he, he got the letter it. in the mail. <laughs> he was fucking sick. <laughs> Freezy. He used it <laughs> to specifically target the mafia and the five families of New York. You feel mm-hmm. me? Rudy Giuliani. Everybody knows that name and respects that name. You feel me? He's he's directly in charge of that shit. You feel me? I think what's even more interesting about that case is it's from the same DA Willis who Very is in ironic. charge of the YSL Rico that locked up Young Thug and Gunna and many, many, many Would other associates of YSL. Would you look so at that? So I personally think she is probably just, I don't know if it's an election year for her soon or she's trying to move up in the political realm. Nigga, that's exactly this what is, it is. This she's is trying a, lot of, up, so. a lot of promotion and marketing from this district attorney. Yeah, money is being made, you feel me? She isn't the first, obviously. Alvin Bragg did it here in New York for Trump. I think it was his first indictment. This is his fourth? Right, it's four. I don't know. Which I just know wild. that niggas is trying to lock that nigga up. But they, yo, on some real shit, they yep. they claim Trump stole the election in twenty twenty. That's what they going after him for. You feel me? I, no, I I think this is actually about uh, he made a phone call during the last election. Really? When he was, it looked like he was going to lose, which he ultimately did. Yeah, the same shit. And he was asking he stole the election. Yeah, like asking them to find votes, stealing the election. Yeah. Oh my bad. I thought you said twenty sixteen. Sorry. No, no. 2020. Trying to, yeah, trying to steal the election. That's what, they, that's what the charges is against him is like, yo, you trying to steal the election in, in 2020. But here's what I... Here, you can go first here, if you want. Here is what we are going to do, right, after this. Lock up all of them niggas. Lock up all the politicians because none of them niggas in, is, in, is innocent, bro. None of them niggas is innocent. Lock them all up, nigga, and start from scratch, nigga. Fuck out of here with that shit. I think I I, I mentioned this also. Let's start on a from pod. scratch, son. I mentioned this on a pod That's so long ago. The only way to, to solve fucking corruption is start from scratch, but they ain't gonna do that. But they the thing is, the problem with this is, it's a very, it's obviously a political move. From all of the DAs have been Democratic DAs. You know what I mean? It's clearly a let's lock him up because he might beat us in the election. <laughs> Most, I think he's polling above Biden by a lot right now. I think he's polling above Biden by about five points. Mm. And most general election polls. And it sets a bad precedent. You know, Trump had bad cred because he did the locker up thing against Hillary. And everybody was like, how can you lock up your political opponent? But now, since it's happening to Trump, you know, everybody's either turning a blind eye or turning the other cheek or I don't understand it. It's bad if you lock up political opponents, no matter if they're Democrats or Republicans or even Trump. Mm. So it sets a bad precedent to now where... If, you know, what what do you think is going to happen when the Republicans win, ultimately, which is what I think is going to happen in the next election? They're immediately going to turn around and they're going to be like, hey, we should lock up Joe Biden because of Hunter Biden, because of Ukraine, because Damn. of corruption or whatever. You know, Listen, they're going to find Freezy, reasons to do That's it. why I said lock it's up all of them theater. niggas. They not innocent. Lock up all of them. They all evil. Hey, we said it before. Come on. That, that might be the way to go. We know what's happening, That son. might be the way to go. But if you really want to keep this country stable, that shit 
should not be happening. Lock up all of them. Them niggas is evil. All them <laughs> niggas is evil. They ain't nobody is innocent, son. All them niggas is doing some grimy shit Everybody's behind corrupt. closed Everybody's doors. Everybody's corrupt to a sense. And I think we find that, you know, the TikTok that, that we posted recently about... Coke at the White House Coke at is the doing White numbers. House. Let's talk Had about people it. people arguing like crazy in the comments. Glad you brought that up. And it just goes to show, these people don't give a fuck about you. But you out here caping for these motherfuckers like they're going to actually come in and change your life and swoop in like Superman. Nah, Freezy, let them. That's what we need to make the shit push further. Keep commenting on the shit. Argue with each other. I ain't going <laughs> to get in the middle of it. Let's keep going. No, you can argue. Good. Hey, argue we in the love comments. that. Keep argue in the comment section that. all you want, but I think the, we point love of, that. the point of this pod is also to be like, hey guys, they're pulling the wool over your eyes and you got to wake the fuck up. But you could keep voting where whichever way you want to vote. <laughs> Comment on the video. That's great. Lock all the niggas up. The niggas all evil. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck out of here with that shit. You ain't gonna trick me, son. But um, I do have this thing that happened the other day that was across all headlines. The wildfires. The alleged wildfires. I don't in know if it's Hawaii. alleged wildfire. It's just alleged how they alleged started. Wildfires. How they started. So this is my main question. So, Are you jumping out the window with this? Are you gonna? You are telling me it was a mere coincidence. I did see this. The most expensive parts of Hawaii burnt down. This is the same land that was being held by everyday people for the past 30 years so niggas wouldn't come over and conquer the land. The same land was burnt down. People have been holding out like, yo, we we ain't gonna sell to a big corporation. We want it for the family. We, You understand? We ain't gonna sell out. That same land is the shit that's burnt down. That's a coincidence. That'd be a mere coincidence. That's a mere coincidence that I don't think the people be that have been holding out. It shouldn't be outlandish to call that out and question that shit. But people think it's a problem if you go ahead and question that shit. Listen here. We are unfiltered and we talk truth over here. Let's talk about it. Could this have been an act of war? Niggas burn down places, you feel me? With some some weapons at these and, and you know what's crazy? Niggas overseas, China and the rest of them niggas is, is saying, yo, we got some new laser beams right after this shit happened. So I'm just like, yo, these niggas are saying they, they got laser beams that could burn forever. I don't know if it's... So if, that was a wildfire? Let's talk about Is that really a wildfire? These think, niggas just burning down shit? I think it's more likely that... Have niggas jumping in the ocean People shit. with money in our own country burn down the poor parts of Maui that they wanted to burn down. Because as soon as those wildfires happen... And people are speaking with the news and they're speaking their truth and their experience of how it was during that wildfire. They're saying that immediately after, like they're sitting in the ashes of their homes and their property trying to see what they can pick up. They're getting calls and messages from land developers, real estate developers Mm. trying to buy up their land. So I don't know if we should be scared about China and Russia doing it to us. I think we should be scared about the people with money in our own country doing it. No, of course, nigga. I think Stuart got some I ain't putting it past none. All them niggas is evil. The niggas... Nobody is spared. All them niggas is evil. We just live in their system. All right? And I don't know if y'all saw this, but fucking The Rock and Oprah, it's funny, similar to what y'all saying, all they're trying to do, and they put it in real specific words like this too, for all the Maui survivors and all that, they're giving you cash money. Mm. They ain't trying to, re- it's not like Katrina, they're not trying to rebuild their homes. Mm-hmm. They're trying to give you money. Put a fucking hotel on that exactly. bitch. Exactly, exactly. They're trying to put a hotel there. We're literally displacing Corruption. people. We're displacing people, and then they have nothing left. So claiming instead of this wildfire, helping them take it back, like Stuart is saying, they're taking advantage of the situation and taking more money from it. Biden pulled up and fell asleep on them niggas. You seen that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
360 you, deals. You seen that shit? It's, that, a, it's a real estate 360 freezy, deal, freezy. though. For a fact. For a fact. Yo, Freezy. Them niggas fucking... That nigga Biden pulled up. Niggas was saying, fuck you, nigga. That nigga pulled up in the Tahoe. Yeah, and niggas was saying, fuck right. you. This nigga, right. this nigga fell asleep at the conference. And the same day he went there, this nigga's droozy. <laughs> this nigga fucking falling asleep. This nigga slurring his words like always. This nigga don't and give think, no fucks, bro. And it shows a bigger point. This nigga don't give no fuck, nigga. I mean, these this nigga making jokes. How the fuck is this motherfucker <laughs> falling asleep? How he's falling asleep at the conference? <laughs> How you your one job is to stay awake and listen to what these people got to say. That's the whole reason you're there. That just shows that the whole reason you're there is actually just to buy nigga. some some political polling po- points or whatever the fuck. Nigga, you need. infinite bodies dropped that day, and this nigga was sleeping and making jokes the same. And day. not only that, fuck out of here. Bro. He took a like a week and a half. He was on vacation for three weeks. In, I, in the I Hamptons forgot about or that some too. Like that. I forgot about that too. No comment, motherfucker. And that's what really set them off. Because you're too busy. You're on fucking vacation while we're losing everything, and and we're not getting any assistance from the government. Meanwhile, it was a planned we've attack. We got I'm billions of dollars going out to help war, fund war. Way more than way, way more than they giving the niggas in Hawaii. I'm exactly. telling you that straight. They said they giving uh, the, the people in Hawaii seven hundred dollars uh, checks. Uh, and saying good luck. Uh, Literally, look at it. There's seven hundred dollars checks. Huh? Bullshit. Huh? Huh? Fuck out of here with that shit. Fuck out of here with that. And then shit, they wonder son. why, or do so many people flock to somebody like a Trump or choose not to even be involved in the whole political process in the first place? It's because you guys are not giving any, us anything to, to vote for to support. Because you don't support us. So I always support your ass. Some people don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Ni- Some them, people don't understand that shit. niggas is corrupt niggas running the country and making money and trying to make as much money as possible and not give a fuck about the interests of the people living in it. And it talk about and it. there, I mean, keeping it up with, with natural disasters. You know, Florida's getting hit with the hurricane right now as we speak. It's, it's wiping out a lot of the, the state, allegedly. I got I to gotta check on my peoples down there. Mm-hmm. I think on Show the me. west side, like near Tampa and like that, they shut oh, down. Like okay, streets were flooded upstate, out. Upstate, mm-hmm. okay. I got to check my peoples. I got I to gotta, I gotta check my peoples down there. But shout out to everybody in Florida. Y'all niggas is used to it. Hopefully it's not that bad, but I haven't seen the news, you feel me? But my my, my grandpa did say that storm was going to blow. You understand? Mm-hmm. You can feel it. You can feel it when you're down I mean, I'm sure when you're down there, you... Uh, he, you know, he's probably had experience with that before because it's more common. Again, it's poor, poor planning and poor help from our government. And then when you take a closer look at it, we talk about uh, Joe Biden sleeping in the conference in Maui. Uh, what about? I don't know if you you were able to see Mitch McConnell taking a nap. Were you able to see Mitch McConnell taking a nap in person? You know, it went very viral. It happened twice recently. Mitch McConnell, who was a Republican. Uh, Senate majority leader or minority now because they're in the I know they're he's a majority. Mm. He has been having basically from my uh, medical sources that I have. He's actually having like mini strokes when he's going on camera and they're asking him questions. Wait, is that the same nigga that froze the other day? Yes, that's exactly that's the same what nigga. I'm that, yo, that nigga. Call, let's talk about let's talk about um public speaking real quick. He is. Fall, we talk he's, about. He's having many strokes. Public speaking, but the worst part is that when he's having is, many strokes. That shit is. That, that nigga's getting anxiety, bro. That's public speaking. It's not he's anxiety. not. He's motherfucking a hundred thousand years old. Fam, he's he ancient. Looked at, he's fam, ancient. Fam, he looked into the camera like, yo, I don't know what to say right now. Nigga but, was whispering. But doesn't to him. that show? If he's supposed to be someone that's in control, he like he's not just in control of politics in his in his state. He's in control of politics as a country. He's very high. Po- I think if if five people die, he's the fifth person in line to be the president. You know what I mean? Mm. In the position that he's that in. That nigga froze on camera. That's called when stage fright. When you see the video, his his aides next to him are coming up and are like, that's what I'm saying. They, cover they whisper in, they're like, yo, like, say this, say this real yo, quick. Yo, you're fucking tweaking out, motherfucker. Like, wake up. And they're like, yeah, this, you know, it's fine. It's all good. Well, my problem is too, 
the journalists that are there asking him the questions and seeing him freeze up, they're not like, uh, hello, what the fuck is going on? Why is he frozen? They can't up say right nothing. There? They gonna get they gonna get tackled like, by the fuck? nigga. Like, they, go, they gonna get tackled like, exactly, by exactly. Like, why service, are you nigga. why are you not like, hey, is this motherfucker alive? How is he in control of our politics? It doesn't make any sense, nigga. Them niggas is scared to talk. They bro. don't care. It's all about them the niggas bag is scared for them. to talk. Money is the biggest corruptor, and all these motherfuckers is falling into. Same thing. Exactly, and it's so obvious. It's so obvious, and then people say, like, it's not obvious at all. As a country right now, we are weak. Exactly. Politically and I think monetarily. With and, money. you know, Mitch McConnell's a Republican. You have Dianne Feinstein on the other end. She had, like, a, a congressional hearing to where, again, she has no idea what's going on. She's just going off on a ramble, and, her const- like, her aide is right there next to her whispering in her ear. The mic picks it up. Oh, shut the fuck up. Please, just stop talking. Like, I just, even beat that like part. it's over. Yeah. I yes. even know that. I didn't even know yeah, that. Yeah, she's like, no, just say this. Literally giving her directions of what she should say yeah. in a congressional hearing. <laughs> and, a, and a matter of fact, in that congressional we hearing, right we're moving to, we right now. to America's weak. have the defense budget go up by a couple billion, I'm pretty sure. So it just goes to show again, you know, these people are in control of our system. Not even the politicians are in control of anything. They're not even in control of themselves. Nigga. But... It's true. And when you bring it up, they go, shh. They go, shh. So, nigga, they scared. The, the journalist there is scared. They don't want to get tackled by the exactly. Secret Service. They're nigga. not, you know, at, at this point, to be honest, <laughs> they I need us in there to rile to be up blunt, things. These journalists are not real journalists. I don't know if you remember history class way back in the day. The real journalists were actually the poor and working class people that were fed up enough to go and ask questions. Yeah, you did say you that. You know what I mean? So, it is what it is. It's your show. It's just time. You feel me? And, to me, on some real shit, as you as we bring about as we talk about America going into a spiral downfall <laughs> in all categories, mm-hmm. um, I do want to talk about how important the internet is, and I feel like the internet is taking a turn right now. It's going towards the truth. Like the meme pages is posting the conspiracy theories. We're starting <laughs> to hear this more. Niggas is not silent no more. The internet to me is like. They say that the internet is unmatched, right? We always say the internet is undefeated, right? Yeah, that's true. I feel like the internet is like going towards this truth. It's going to, it, it always displays the truth in things that want to be hidden. You mm-hmm. feel me? The untold secrets always get told on the internet, son. And there's only so much that you could, you could, you could censor. You feel me? Exactly. And I feel like right now, this climate that we're in is, the, is like the most woke time period ever. That any answer that you want is on the internet. Everything that you want to know is on the internet. These same people that are controlling our lives and our government and our economies are also now turning to try and control the internet with more censorship, more demonetization, more bullshit and fuckery, basically. Exactly. Yeah, but I just want to say how... You got to say it's it's fake, that they're lying. That But if you don't follow a certain script that you're a fucking lying, crazy son of a bitch, basically. But I feel, like the, I feel like the internet is going towards this path of truth and the truth will prevail. The truth will prevail, son. And I feel like the internet, something like the internet is doing that. They didn't know it could do that, but it's going towards the truth way. It's I'm because you, when you have a big majority straight. of the people using it that all see this, mm-hmm. I mean, even like someone like Tucker Carlson, who you can have whatever opinion you want to have on him, he's going on Twitter to make his own show since he got fucking the boot from Fox News, and he's clocking in a hundred million views on an interview with Trump. Niggas More, is, he's probably at two hundred. Niggas, build, niggas, niggas is building their platforms. A nigga, um, Cuomo too, that was on CNN. He that nigga, that, thing that nigga's on on YouTube doing shit, and, and he does more numbers. He's talking, he's talking shit than TV does, than these cable news channels. It do. is better to be independent. Exactly. 
you should be building both, but now you get funny. released and you know it's that you got to build funny both. Once people get kicked off of shit like that, they start their their talking points and their logic and what they have to say make a lot more sense and seem a lot more real. It's almost as if the people in control of their paychecks were telling them to say something different. It, nigga, that, is that a question? It was. Nigga, mm-hmm. you're told to do this, nigga. They'll talk about this. You can't go too crazy on this side, bro. <laughs> Over here, we not monitored like that. We exactly. unfiltered and truth, the truth will prevail. No one's signing our The truth will come to light. Yet. And yep. probably ever. <laughs> and then once they do, we will sell out. Exactly like everybody else. <laughs> nah, nigga. We, we the truth. You feel me? We the only nigga spitting the truth. We the only nigga spitting the truth. Gen Z, Gen Z has something to say. And on that point... Niggas born in 2000 have something to say. The difference between... Um, you know, just to contrast somebody who... You know, people who don't really care about whoever's signing those checks. Mm. just want to touch on... I Maybe the final point on this. It's, it's a sad note, to be honest. It made me sad when I saw this shit. Um, there's the streamies happened. You saw it. Shout out RDC World. They want to be yeah, award shout out again, RDC again. World. Kai, shout out AMP. Film me. AMP. They all won awards. Wait, wait. Since we talking about Kai, Kai fucking did that shit in New York and oh, that was in between pods. Too, it was in between pods. That nigga, oh that nigga goodness. did a giveaway he and blew up the, the <laughs> and and blew the, up the Lower East Side. I think them niggas was going crazy. You feel me? Them niggas was going crazy for no reason. And I'm sad that he got convicted with Duke. You feel me? From AMP. You feel me? But Heard them Phantom nigga, just like them fled n- and he was chilling. But you see, the thing with Phantom is that nigga got to chill because that nigga was wilding with them and he didn't get called. You feel me? Yeah, he got so lucky. Phantom, he if you could, if you ever hear this, bro, you got to chill because them niggas could build the case. You feel me? Them niggas could build the case. Them niggas let some niggas go and they let niggas they take some niggas and I forgot about that. You could be funny. put into that. You feel me? You was a part of AMP and you was there that day. So that reminds me of fucking you need, you need to chill. Who said that Taylor Swift chill. is Michael Jackson? I never seen Taylor Swift do that. Taylor Swift can never do what Kai Sinat did in Manhattan. Bro, bro, bro. But that's the cult following. Her cult following will sell uh, concert tickets. So you're jacking that. Kai, Kai, Kai's fan base blew blew up Manhattan. Nigga. I know. Honestly, that's what I was thinking too. Yo, to me, that's what I was thinking. To me, to me, it wasn't his fault. And you can't control niggas going crazy. To me, I feel like he didn't know how big he was. He didn't know that, yo, you represent all of New that. York, I, nigga. I, I think he knew niggas going to come out. Down. Niggas, yo, yeah. niggas is going, niggas, to me, his planning should have been better and he should have bought the permits or whatever and, and had a venue, you feel me? He'll learn from his his experience. He's a young nigga just like us, doing, you feel me? Oh, now no, now he's doing Rush Hour 4. That was is, big. Nah, fuck that, you. That fuck was you. big. We, we were supposed did to that. do that. We should have did that, low key. Fucking I'm not gonna lie. We can still do that though. That, but that was a great marketing thing. That nigga dropped Rush Hour. That that Boy, was that's the, Rush Hour Four. That, that was that was good. That nigga kind of know what he's doing. That was pretty. And funny. the production value that on that funny. shit was fire too. I'm not gonna lie to you. You feel me? Anyways, moving back to the streamies. At the streamies, <laughs> we went off on a tangent. That was funny. That was nigga, good though. We uh, do what we, we do what we want over here. Speed. I got you. Was at the streamies. And Kai was essentially begging for Speed's forgiveness. He's been telling Twitch, I'm going to leave Twitch unless Speed gets unbanned because I show Speed turned into... Leave, nigga. I show Speed turned into I show meat. And he sh- you shouldn't have to beg no nigga to unban a nigga. And that nigga makes you all the Let's money. Be real. He was wilding. He did that shit on purpose, by the way. What? He flashes cock on purpose, bro. Come on, be real, bro. You know he flashes shit on purpose for the numbers. <laughs> this is the biggest numbers you ever going to get. 
That's the biggest numbers you ever gonna get flashing your meter. Let's call it. I don't know if you'll type that. I feel like it was no. nigga. It was accident. He went from it was accident. The CU with Ronaldo to showing his his meat on cam. Nigga, it worked in his favor. I you feel like it worked only in his favor. Now. I think no, it worked in okay, his favor. You to be say honest. it worked in his favor, but then when he goes to the streamies and they're in front of the the CEO, of he Twitch, still won an award, right? He won an award, yeah. But it's not Numbers a Twitch award. Numbers don't lie. He's making his money off of Numbers Twitch. Numbers don't lie. He's making his money off of Twitch, so he's going to that streamy awards and Kai's begging for his forgiveness in front of the Twitch CEO, and you see, um, Speed damn near on his knees begging for forgiveness, taking a bow at the white man, and that doesn't look wild. That doesn't look crazy. I don't know. I was kind of corny. I'm not gonna lie. Niggas shouldn't that's even make forgiveness. That, the way how that nigga no, make money. No, but that, that's the thing. He has to because he's getting the majority of his monetization off of Twitch. Nigga, any platform that he goes, the fans will follow him. He's that he crazy. He can go to Kick and Rumble and sign an exclusive deal, but he knows maybe he thinks that won't last forever or whatever the fuck, and he's trying to keep his options open. I think he's big. They're giving $30 million deals out to everybody. He's big. He's how, big. how long can that last, you know? How, how long can they work? How long can they work for them? That was, that, it was it was a big thing, you feel me? It was it was a it was a big thing, and that nigga is big, you feel me? That nigga speed, is, Wait, he what? has a following. You say he was what? This nigga, this nigga, his following, his fan base is big. <laughs> Thank you. Since you wanted me to clarify, <laughs> since, you, since you wanted me to clarify. All right. I think I'm good. Today was an amazing pod. A nice catch me? up, a uh, big intermission pod. You feel me? With the guys. With the, the guys brands. are in attendance. Hopefully, you, you heard Stu on the mic. When we play it back, we'll know. I know. But, if anything, no, I can fix that. If anything. But. Con- mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. This was a legendary episode. We are. How many episodes? 13. 13 pods deep. Who would have knew? Who would have huh? Who would have knew? We Who still putting in the work. Feel me? Just like Baby Alien was putting in that work as well. Like the episode. Like the. <laughs> <laughs> like all, like like all of our platforms, we like I said, we are on TikTok. We are on most podcast listening platforms. Like the video, feel me. Comment, keep commenting. Shout out to TikTok, like we always do. You feel me? Shout out Instagram. You feel me? And we're here. You feel me? We thirteen pods in, and way more to go. We build in the catalog. You feel me? Catch you on the flippity flip. Shout out everybody. Good luck with everything. Peace. We'll catch you guys later. You feel me? Peace out for the man, them too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.